This is Two Girls, One Ghost. Two Girls, One Ghost. And we are your ghostesses. <coughs> that I'm is Corinne. <laughs> and I'm Sabrina. This is bad timing for me because I honestly think I'm getting sick. And no. We, in like a week and a half, we're doing the podcast festival. So hopefully I don't lose my voice because one of my roommates is sick and actually does not have a voice. It's like whispering. <sighs> Well, that might actually add to the <laughs> spooky ambiance of our live show. You're supposed to be the one that whispers, though. I know. Well, we can switch. I don't have the copyright on it. <laughs> now you'll have to take up the singing and the jingles. <laughs> oh, man. Yesterday I was in the car singing and I realized, well, Nick likes to point this out to me a lot, too, but I realized it yesterday is that I never know the words to songs, but I like belt them out in my car and I like get to like points that I don't know. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, caught myself doing it. And I was like, not only does this sound terrible, but also <laughs> if anyone were to hear me, yeah. they'd be like, you're insane. You don't really realize it either until other people are singing or you're singing, looking at someone and they're looking at you. And then you're like, oh, I thought I knew the words. <laughs> yep. I don't. My freshman and sophomore year roommate, Jenny, she used to play this game with me called Don't Forget the Lyrics, which I know is a TV show, but this was before the show. Mm -hmm. And she would just play songs and she would look at the lyrics and she would make me sing the whole song. Like, well, I would pick the songs. It was songs that I thought I knew. And then she would write down the line that I said if it was wrong and then tell me later what the actual words were. And it was hysterical. Wow. We should play. I would be horrible at that game. So I wouldn't fun. know what I'd be bad. Like I wouldn't know past the first line, if even that. <laughs> Wait, I just wanted to say, so we're for our TGOG book club, we're reading, it's called How to Hang a Witch by Adriana Mather. Mather. It is, it's all about Salem and it's like it deals with the history of the witches and she's a descendant of Cory Mather, who was like the one who did all the hangings. Mm-hmm. I remember from when we went to the Salem Witch Museum. Mm-hmm. And it it's like so cool reading a book that has all the facts that we before researched. And I like was reading it. And I was like, I know all of this. Oh, I've got to read it. I'm like it's the really only good. person in the book group that doesn't actually read the book. <laughs> only a few more days until... The 31 Nights of Halloween starts. (gasps) So soon. So soon. Well, let's start telling some stories. This is an Encounters episode, so we are going to read your emails back to you. Yes, that's what we do. Do you want to start, Sabrina? Sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ugh, my throat. I need drugs. (laughs) Give me them all. Give me the pills. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to keep that one in the middle okay i have a story from stacy she says hey girls it's me stacy remembering another story this story is a happy one in 1999 my husband son and i bought our first home we had a scrawny tree on the side of the house and i knew it was a fruit tree but i was unsure of what kind my mom came to visit shortly after we moved and she took a look at the tree picked a leaf and smelled it and said immediately it's a tangerine tree fast forward a year to 2000 and still no fruit grew. Sad face, I love tangerines. (laughs) Later that year, my mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer stage four. Before she passed away, she wrote me a note that was illegible due to her meds, but as she wrote it, she read what it said to her friend who was staying with her. And then her friend sent it to me and called me to read it to me. 
It said, look for tangerines this year. She passed away about two months later, and that winter, I'm from Southern California, three tangerines grew. I like to think, I know. I like to think that there was one for each of us, my husband, son, and I. Uh, hope to hear one of my stories one day on the podcast. Stay spooky. Love you, girls. Stacy. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That <laughs> is the sweetest thing ever. I know. And you know that it's, I mean, she knows that it's her mom because her mom specifically said, look after look the for tangerines. tangerines. She knew. She really... planned what she was going to do. A clear sign. Which I think is amazing because, like, I think it's you as a person, you know what is going to make someone else recognize a sign Mm -hmm. but to like acknowledge it before you even pass away and give her a note like I feel like most stories you hear it's like my family member or so-and-so passed away and then I started seeing these signs of things that like I started piecing together was my mom right yeah but I just love that the mom that her mom was like there's no it's not going to be a guessing game this is what I plan to do so Keep your eyes peeled. It's so beautiful. No pun intended. <laughs> and she finally got some tangerines. I know. Her favorite fruit. Well, I don't know I if know. it's her favorite, but she loves them. She loves them. That's so sweet. Makes yeah. me think, like, I got to prepare what I'll do and tell other people so that they know. Yeah, what would you do? Look out for the raven flying over the sun in the thunderstorm. Ooh, so you call it a thunderstorm and you're a raven? And the sun is still out. Oh, my God. Corinne, you're going to be so powerful. (laughs) I plan to be. I might have a little too much confidence right now. (laughs) What would you do? Do you know? The obvious choice is just show up as cats, but... There are too many cats. How would you know? I would, like... I'm going to be, like, Harry Potter style when, like, all the owls show up outside to deliver the letters, but I'll just bring all the cats. Well, you got to pick something different for me because I literally... (laughs) My throat would close. I'd You'd kill me. What if I show up as a hairless cat? I'm allergic to their skin, not their hair. Oh. Um, so unless you skin your cat. <gasps> Corinne, watch yourself. <laughs> so horrible. Fine, I'll show up as like, maybe like a butterfly. Okay, that's better. That's nicer. And I'll, no, you know what? I'm going to do a butterfly that carries dollar bills. So it's very clear it's me. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Dollar, dollar <laughs> <bill>. <laughs> All right, speaking All right. of animals and skin, we have... An email from Margaret called, My Dog is a Skinwalker? Question mark. What? Hey, girls. So I just listened to y'all's episode about skinwalkers, and it reminded me of a recurring dream that I used to have. I don't remember the full details of this dream because it happened a while ago before I knew what a skinwalker was. I'm saying skinwalker a lot in this email. Margaret, you wrote it a lot. Yeah. Uh But here we go. We're still here after the episode we did, so. We are. Knock on wood. So in this dream, I'm walking downstairs in the middle of the night to get a glass of water. And I go into the kitchen and I notice that in the backyard, lights outside were on. And so I went to go turn them off. And on the way to the light switch that is by the back door, I look out the window. And on my left, I see one of my dogs, Willow, running away from something. And I look to see what's behind her. And here comes my other dog, Gunner, walking like a human with huge paws and weird eyes. He looks very strange because it looked more like a humanish body with no neck and a dog head slapped on the top. What? <gasps> That's creepy. <laughs> Needless to say, I was haunted by that image for a while, but then I forgot about it. Ever since I heard y'all's Skinwalker episode, I can't 
stop that image from popping into my head. Here's a good story to end on. One of my only dogs who passed away several years ago to bone cancer loved to play with tennis balls, so we always had some. So a couple weeks after she died, I was throwing a tennis ball up into the air and catching it while I was watching TV. Somehow I lost focus of the ball and it fell behind the couch and I was way too lazy to go and get the ball. Ten minutes later, something catches my eye on the ground and it's the tennis ball. Somehow it had made its way from the back of the couch to the front, but I was still too lazy to go and get it. But I like (laughs) to think that... That was my old dog who I'd been missing. Anyways, I am obsessed with this podcast and listen to it all the time, except in my house. A little while after I started listening, I told my sister about it, and now she's obsessed. Yes, pyramid scheme is working. (laughs) She's going to win a ghost car. (laughs) Ghost car. (laughs) That's the Batman theme song, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So you're the music, music man. I am music man. (laughs) <laughs> I should add a little jingle to my raven in the thunderstorm above the sun. Ooh. There's me like weird music playing. So you're just like a whole, you're a whole set. I'm going to I'm gonna play spider pig, spider pig does whatever <laughs> a spider pig does. And then you'll the know raven, it's me. The raven just starts singing that? <laughs> the raven sings it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like a skinwalker. Uh, okay. Love, Margaret. <laughs> wow. I mean, that dream's scary, and she didn't even know what skinwalkers were, so, like, I wonder what that was. Right, and it's, why was one of her dogs normal in the dream, and then poor Gunner is the skinwalker? I don't know. Like, I wonder, part of that makes me wonder if skinwalkers have the ability to, like, enter dreams and manipulate your dreams. Yeah, maybe plant that idea, right? that fear into her. Because it didn't look like Gunner. It looked like something else. And I mean, Gunner's Gunner on it every day. I also thought maybe Gunner is an alien who (gasps) came down to pose as a lovable pet and collect intel. But then he loved Margaret so much that he decided to stay. But then she had that dream because something else was trying to give her a sign. Tell her that Gunner is not of this planet. Oh, or maybe Gunner's just the poor, innocent victim in this dream, and the skinwalker took uh, advantage of him. Or I like that version where Gunner's an alien who fell in love <laughs> with Margaret. <laughs> Margaret and Gunner sitting oh. in a tree. <laughs> alien dog falls in love with the owner. <laughs> That's a good kind of southern weird, It's going to be my new version. pilot is going to be all about an alien dog who like goes and infiltrates the world. But then... His heart is open to something more. A woman named Margaret. This is like a weird shape of water thing, but with alien dogs. Yeah. Kind of weird. Gross. Maybe I'll win an Oscar. Maybe. Or maybe I'll, no I'll one will Mar- come see your movie. You would go see it. Absolutely. Thank you. I have another story. Let's this, hear it. This is from Casey. She says, Hi, ladies. I just want to say how much I love your podcast. I binged all the episodes in no time, and now I'm not only obsessed with the podcast, but with Arms Akimbo as well. Nice. We are too. They're the band that does our intro music. Yes. If anyone And they're amazing. Know. They're on Spotify. They're all over the place. They have a website. Yeah. Guys, get on it now because they're taking off and they're becoming huge. So They are. They're doing like little mini tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have quite a few stories as I grew up in a house that was haunted. Don't worry, though. I'll throw in some good some feel-good stories at the end. First off, when I was in sixth grade, my family bought a new house that had previously been used as the town doctor's office. 
The house was built in the early 1900s and had several uses. There had been a dental office in the basement. And my parents found really old condom tins hidden in the walls. Condom tins? Creepy and gross. I guess I don't really know what a condom tin is. I think it's just like the old style containers for what condoms were put in. Oh, that's nice. Let's bring that back. I like tins. (laughs) Yeah, they're convenient. You could put them in your purse. There had been rumors of a Dr. Kevorkian type doctor who liked to keep specimens in the basement. And that basement was the worst. I always refused to go in there alone. Even when somebody else was there with me, I still freaked out. We knew several people who had had died in that house, but most of the deaths had taken place in my bedroom, which was once a nursery. Oh, too many things happening in that room. So many things. It reminds me of the American story, uh, American Horror Story house. Oh, yes. Season one. Mm-hmm. So I don't really remember much happening when, my first, when we first moved into the house, but I know it wasn't very long into living there that things started. At first, it was just small things like my parents hearing my brother call mom, even though he was not home at the time. A friend of mine hearing my dad upstairs yelling when he was at work, feeling something from the ceiling fall onto our heads like somebody scraped the ceiling and pieces were falling. Oh, But when we would look, there would be nothing. What if it's crawling upside down? (gasps) Oh, my God, Grin, no. (laughs) (gasps) I'm I'm laugh crying. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) I was just thinking something really tall, like a really tall shadow man, like hitting the ceiling with his head but crawling is terrifying upside down and like the heads like twisted up like kind of like looking at them yeah but when we'd look there would be nothing on us or on the floor and at one time it sounded like someone took the entire silverware drawer and jumped and dumped it all over the kitchen floor but there was only one fork in the middle of the floor when we went to investigate which is still very creepy yeah absolutely why one floor one but i I totally get like that sound because in the house that I grew up in, we would hear silverware being moved and drawers opening and closing at night. Which sounds like someone just trying to make the late night snack. A little late night snack. Then in the morning when you'd go down, nothing would be moved. Ghosts are hungry too. There were two big things that happened though that I still have no explanation for and one of them, I'm not even sure it actually happened. The one I'm not sure about was seeing a shadow person. The den in my house was the other creepy room, and if the lights weren't on in there, I didn't like walking past the door. One time, I was running past it and glimpsed at w- glimpsed what looked like a man standing next to the window. I'm not actually sure if I saw it or if it was just my imagination playing tricks on me because I was creeped out by the room. The other event that happened was in my bedroom. My mom, my sister, and I all saw this one happen. Otherwise, I would probably try to convince myself that I had imagined that one as well. I had this mirror on my dresser that was leaning back onto the wall. Directly in front of it and touching it was a jewelry box. Out of nowhere, the mirror fell off the dresser and smashed into a million pieces. Only problem was, when we picked up the mirror, there wasn't even a crack in it. Also, the jewelry box that had been touching it had not even moved in the slightest bit. Thankfully, a few years into into us living in the house, weird stuff stopped happening, and I haven't had any more experiences like that since. So it's like something made it look like it shattered but it was just like an image put into their head right that's so strange mm-hmm. keep thinking about that it reminds me a little bit of harry potter well which one just what part magic in general or <laughs> <laughs> he looks in the mirror and he sees his parents but they're not oh, really there i know that that's so sad okay one more story on to the good heartwarming stories when i was 15 my best friend jeff died from brain cancer my other best friend, Alice, and I, 
Allison and I were both super close with Jeff, and one night we decided to play with a Ouija board. I know, I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) We asked if we could speak with Jeff. After a while, we asked who we were speaking to, and it spelled out Jeff's name. We asked questions that only he would know, and everything was answered correctly. Before we stopped playing it, we asked if there was anything he would like to say to us, and it spelled out I-L-O-V-E-Y-O-U. I love you. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I know Ouija boards are a big no-no if not played correctly, but this was the best closure either Alice, either Allison or, or I could have ever gotten. I've also had other stuff happen, such as my grandpa passed away from cancer on December 11th, 2004. My whole family got together for Christmas at my grandmother's house, and she still had all kinds of flowers from my grandpa's funeral. We decided to take a family photo and got all of the flowers moved out of the way and the camera all propped up. When we looked at the photo, there was a rose in the photo directly over my grandmother. Also, this past year, I was watching the show The Voice a few days after it had aired, and one of the contestants sang the song Go Rest High on This Mountain by Vince Gill, a song that was played at my grandfather's funeral. I don't know why, but I felt the urge to stop it and check out what day the episode came out, and I saw that it came out on December 11th, and I immediately started bawling. The last story I have is actually my mother's. My stepdad, Andre, had had brought a plant over from Poland that he had for 14 years, and it never once bloomed. He didn't even know what kind of flower it was. And then he passed away a few years back, and the year that he passed was the first year that the flower ever bloomed, and it's bloomed every year since. I love listening to you girls, and keep up the good work. See you on the other side, Casey. You are having a theme in the emails that you pick. Am I? Oh, I love that. I love all the good, heartwarming ones. And like we say, Ouija boards, yes, they can be used correctly. I personally would never do it because there are times where it goes badly but in instances like this with Casey and Allison it was the most amazing experience I possibly could have had that's so sweet oh his final his final message was I love you what Mm -hmm. a way to close out the board that's the best message you could get I know I know (laughs) so sweet much sweeter than her other scary creepy experiences it's so interesting that those experiences at her house just stopped randomly. Like, I, I wonder if it's just a spirit passing by that was a little bit mischievous and was like, I'm just going to do some crazy stuff right now and then go away. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I do wonder why. I mean, because there's so much history in that house, too. So, like, <coughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there were spirits from yeah, the past. It's interesting that everything stopped because it wasn't just like seeing something out of the corner of your eye or like hearing a little whistle here and there. Not that those are little things, like that can still be very spooky, but yeah. I mean, the things that were happening seemed to be pretty, hey, I am here. Very physical, yeah. And then for them to just stop. Oh, I like keep feeling like something's crawling on my ceiling now. Oh, sorry, Sabrina. I'm too scared to look up. One of my roommates has her door cracked and the lights are off in her room, so I've just been staring at this small little (laughs) black crack the whole time, hoping an eyeball doesn't appear. Oh, God, that would be horrifying. Oh, so I live in Beacon Hill now, and I don't think there are any ghosts in my apartment. (laughs) Which is impressive, because Beacon Hill's very historic. Yeah. We were all sitting on the couch the other day, and and something fell in one of the girls' rooms. And they were like, what was that? And I was like, the ghost. And they were and they all like, look stop at you. it! <laughs> they all look at you like, Corinne, do something. It was the ghost that I brought with me. I have a friend who texted me the other day and was like, Sab, how come my door opened by itself at 5 a.m. and woke me up, and then I felt really uneasy? 
And I was like, you have a ghost. It's the shadow the person. only explanation. Coming to wake you up. <laughs> they just want to get in bed with you. <laughs> okay, I have one last one that we can end on. And I believe this one is a good... Oh, I have one more after that. Oh, okay. For my theme. This is called The Old Lady in My Family's 17th Century Home in the UK. Ooh. Hi, ladies. I'm from Warwickshire in the UK. And my stepmother's family's home is a very old house on the outskirts of Stratford, a.k.a. Shakespeare's old stomping grounds. Half of this house is pretty much still as it was in the 1600s. They basically built a more modern structure around it because they wanted to keep its vintage charm. I love that. Me too. The west part of the house is the most... Whoa, I got a lisp all of a sudden. (laughs) The west part of the house is the most authentically old looking it's super cold and i always hate staying in the guest bedroom because of that plus i always hear noises downstairs in the night but rationalize it by saying that part of the house is old and creaky (laughs) or haunted and spooky my stepmother's family have lived there their entire lives and often joke about how haunted it must be (laughs) after years and years of saying this they finally invited a friend of a friend around who claimed to be a little clairvoyant. After the dinner party ended, my stepmother quietly asked her if she felt anything in the house, and she replied, very matter-of-fact, oh yes, there's a spirit of an old woman who lives here, but she's quite happy. She was just pottering around the pantry. But of course, no one really took this seriously, and it was soon forgotten about. However, a few years ago, we were all gathered for Christmas, and my now sister-in-law hadn't ever been to the house before and hadn't heard this story. We all sat in the kitchen chatting away, and after a while, my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law whispered, Oh, sorry, who's that lady in there? <gasps> Embarrassed that she hadn't introduced herself to this unknown relative. When I asked her who she meant, she clarified, The elderly lady in, in there. And she pointed <gasps> to the direction of the pantry. <sighs> Safe to say, we all freaked out. Oh, my God. The only people who were in that house was us, who were all sat around the kitchen table. And of course, of course, she was very confused. She said she saw an old woman, clear as day, walking past the doorway of the pantry with a pan in her hand like she was oh. getting ready to cook something. Freaky, right? P.S. Love the show. Emily. I, well, okay, not only do I love this old woman, right? old lady. I love this house, story. But the fact that she's pottering around the pantry. Pottering around. Like, I, I don't know. I just love the image of that. Like, she loves cooking. And so in the afterlife, she's continuing to do so. She's just happy. And it's like when everyone's gathered around the dinner table, she's like, well, this would be a good time to cook. Let's see what's in the pantry. Could you? Oh, my God. That's going to be my sign, Corinne. I'm going to start making you mac and cheese from the other side. Oh, my God. So when mac that and cheese shows up at your door or in your kitchen or on your bedside table when you wake up from a nap it's you'll know it's me i can't even respond to it because i'm just thinking about how much i need mac and cheese at 10 a.m <laughs> right now 
That's such a cute story. It's so cute. Oh, to have a happy old lady ghost. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you have also, a ghost. But don't worry. She's super happy. And I also wonder, because the sister-in-law clearly has some gift and is able to see spirit spirits. So I wonder what else she's seen. I know. I also wonder if people who are aware that there's a ghost or like a haunting somewhere kind of put off this nervousness and this certain energy that almost blocks them from seeing anything. Whereas if mm. they'd gone in blind and had zero expectations, and we're super open maybe they would see something Mm-hmm. like in this situation yep wow okay i have one more that kind of goes with my theme and it's from b she says hi girls and fur babies i'm the proud owner of four cats and two dogs myself so i can't really tell if noises come from the ghosts or if it's just one of my pets licking themselves in the dark <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm writing to you from chile south america and i started listening less than a week ago and i'm already caught up caught up that's how much i love the podcast and you ah thanks my story is not scary maybe a little sad so my mom passed away two years ago when i was 24 it was probably the hardest and still is the hardest time of my sort of short life she was bedridden and me and my sister had to take care of her for three years When I got the call saying she passed, I couldn't bring myself to go to my sister's house to go see her. She and I were as close as you can be with your mom. She was my soulmate. I remember crying myself to sleep on the first night after the news, and I woke up some hours later still sleepy. I stayed in bed. It was dark outside, and suddenly I felt my body floating and this mass hugging me from behind. After that, I don't remember anything. It's like I went to space. Everything was black and shiny. And what felt like seconds later, my body literally dropped back onto the mattress like I was really floating before. And my heart was so full of love and amazement. I know it was her. That was probably the only sign I was going to get. And she was too good to remain here. She was in a a hurry to see her dad. This is breaking my heart. I know. Last year, my lovely cat Felix was attacked by dogs and passed away. Oh, so sad. It breaks my heart. He saved me from my depression after what happened with my mom, and I didn't know what I was going to do without him. The next day, the background image of my phone had changed itself. It was a drawing of a cat that looked exactly like my Felix on top of some yellow flowers, very similar to my mom's favorite flowers. Oh my gosh! No (sighs) one touched my phone, I swear. I still have that image as my wallpaper, and I can't can't understand or explain how it happened. Thank you, girls, for reading... Nos vemos al otro lado. See you on the other side. And take a look at this picture, Corinne. It is like it's a very simple photo. It's just a drawing of these yellow flowers with a white cat sitting on top of the flowers. I did like a reverse Google image search. I was looking for it like everywhere. I could not find this photo on the internet anywhere. This is the sweetest. This be- it came from it came from the other side. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And that means that her mom and her cat are together. Oh, my gosh. I wonder maybe if the mom drew this and was like, don't worry, little Felix. We'll send it down. She'll know that you're okay. Yeah. So cute. Oh, my gosh. so cute. Look at the little rosy cheeks on the cat. I know. Because the kitty's happy. We had some great heartwarming stories in this round. A lot of emotions. A lot of I'm emotions. Cry for the rest of the day. Some scary ones. A lot. It was. It was pets. It was visits from loved ones. 
Mm-hmm. It was good after our last episode where it was a little... Uh, a little uh, dark. A little gory. Yeah. Yeah. I've also spent the past few months channeling a sociopath, so... I felt like I owed it to myself and to us to share some more heartwarming stories <laughs> oh, to for get your myself pilot. out of that. For people who don't know what Sabrina's referencing, she is writing a script and that is why she's becoming a sociopath. It's <laughs> yeah, that, out writing. of context, that sounds really wrong. Out of context, <laughs> it's very con- disconcerting. <laughs> I've been channeling a sociopath. so <laughs> You're just method writing. <laughs> I'm method living. You okay over there? Yes, it just started raining. <gasps> Corinne, are you sending yourself a sign from another dimension? Look to the sun, you'll see a raven singing spider pig. <laughs> That's like something that would happen in the Coraline other world. Oh my gosh, Coraline. I just rewatched it the other day. I think I told you. So mm-hmm. freaky. Love it. Still on edge the entire time I watched that children's movie. It's creepy. It's supposed to be for kids, but it's definitely for aged 60 and older because my heart can't take it. 60? Age 60? Age 6, 0 and older. You have to have gone through (laughs) many, many, many scary movies in your lifetime before you can handle Coraline. (laughs) If you guys have ghost stories, please feel free to email them to us. We accept all stories. um, Sad, happy, scary. Uh, We've... Even if we've covered the topic before, you can feel free to send it to us because mm-hmm. we still read the in, read them in Encounters episodes, and we will most likely circle back to topics again in the future. Right. And if your story um, is under 10 minutes long to read, there's a good chance that it will appear on the episode. Yes. And just a note, our email is twogirlsoneghostpodcast at gmail.com, but it's two spelt out. Like, the numbers are spelt out. T-W-O. Like in our logo. Yeah, Exactly. Um, what else? We have a live show. We're performing. Yes, there is a podcast festival. It's a two-day event. You don't have to go to both days, and you don't have to stay all day for either day. But if you would like to go, there are other podcasts there that are doing live shows, other professionals mm-hmm. who are doing um, sort of like seminars and and breakout sessions and blah, 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 all that stuff. So if you want to go, it's Outliers Podcast Festival. It's in Los Angeles. It's September 29th and 30th. We will be on, I think, around 11 a.m. on September 29th, which is Saturday. And we have a discount code. If you want to go, uh, the discount code is TGOG. And then you get Yep. And the link to the website is in our Instagram bio. And it's also (coughs) at the top of our Facebook group, which you should join if you're not already in it. Yes, because we have social media. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, wait. We have new merch coming out today. yes. New merch. True. Alert. New merch We're really excited. Um, We have a shirt that says, Two Girls, One Ghost, Most Haunted Podcast in America. Mm -hmm. Because it's true. And then we have... It's definitely true. I don't even know what to call the other one. Is it like spiritual items? It's really cute it's a wonderful cluster it's a little more earthy and beautiful i don't yeah. know i just wanted it and so i asked Lindsay <laughs> to make it <laughs> it's beautiful it has like a different kind of i don't even know yeah it's spiritual yeah. items and then they're this labeled. was not based on anything we talked about i just wanted the shirt yeah we're basically becoming a clothing store so go check that out on two girls one ghost merch at bigcartel.com um, it's also linked on our website, and then 
Um, also, if you're a Patreon donor, you get discounts in certain tiers. So if you're not already a Patreon donor, you can join. Hop on over there now. Join, get a discount, then go buy merch. Yes. And also, if you can't make it to Outliers Podcast Festival, we will be posting our live show on Patreon for Patreon mm-hmm. donors. So if yep. you want to hop on over there. Mm-hmm. You and you can, can be any tier. Yeah. This first uh, one, it's for all. For all. It's a free for all. Free for all. I think that's it. I think we're... Oh, yeah. iTunes, rate and review us, please. Oh, please. And tell your please. friends. Tell your family, tell your dogs, your cats, your ghosts. What if all of our listeners were actual ghosts? And we will see you on the other side. Very spooky.